Seahawks and the 2019 draft was full of surprising draft picks and had many trades. On top of this, the, di the draft did help improve teams at certain aspects. There were two teams that had many head-scratching picks. But before we get any further with this podcast, I'd like to welcome our special guest, but not usually not our special anymore, usual, our usual guest, Sam, who actually does have his very own podcast called That Football Topic. You can find it on SoundCloud and iTunes. No, not iTunes. Not yet, iTunes, but, but SoundCloud. I'm also on Instagram. Um, would well. you like to tell us more about your, your podcast? Oh, yeah, so it's it basically, I just talk about different topics in football. I have I had my mock draft, not that that's relevant anymore, because the draft already happened. Uh, but if you want to check it out, my Instagram is that football topic, no caps, no spaces. So, so that's uh, great. And yeah. also, I would like to let you know that we're also going to make a podcast on his um, channel. Uh, we're probably going to recap the first and second round of the NFL draft. But let's get into this podcast, where we talk about two teams that really had some head-scratching picks in the 2019 NFL draft. And we're going to start with the Oakland Raiders. Now, the Oakland Raiders had the fourth pick. They had a chance of getting Josh Allen, Ed Oliver, and some even said maybe Dwayne Haskins. But the main two were Josh Allen and Ed Oliver. But they decided to go with Farrell, Celine uh, Farrell. Uh, it's from Clellan. Clellan Farrell, um, <laughs> defensive end from Clemson. And many thought this was a big stretch. Now, I don't want to take anything away from Farrell. He is a great player. Um, he actually put up some great numbers at Clemson with basically 12 sacks and 20 tackles for loss. So he wasn't a bad player, but it was a very head-scratching pick. And also it was much of a stretch because many thought that he could maybe be there at the 20s. Yeah, so... I don't agree that he'd be at the, there at the 20s, and Colin Farrell, in my opinion, honestly fits very well into the Raiders system. He can play inside and, uh, inside and out, but as you said, he was just way too early of an, yeah. a pickup for number four. Josh Allen and, and Ed Oliver were still on the board, and in my opinion, if the Raiders wanted to really get him, they, they could have, they traded, could have back. traded back with maybe yeah. the Bills, yeah. even though the Bills ended up still getting Ed Oliver. Uh, they could have still traded and, up because they didn't. And know maybe that. like even like the Giants because the Giants really wanted Josh Allen, so they well wanted Josh Allen. They, <laughs> yeah, they kind of got him. Yeah, we know how that went. But you know, like there's some teams that they got traded back for because obviously, once again, like you said, he might have not been there in the 20s. But you have the fourth pick and you have a chance to get Josh Allen. Yeah. If you really like this Farrell guy, maybe you could have traded back. Maybe yeah. got some picks later on in that. Because overall, Farrell to the Raiders, I really did yeah, no. like that selection mm -hmm. for them. It was just way too early at number four. But the thing is, I'm not really gonna question this because Mike Mayock is a great scout he knows what he's doing so i Definitely. think obviously yes trading back but i think mike mayock is a very smart guy so he got him for a reason and obviously i'm not going to doubt mike mayock now if he doesn't turn out to be great then we'll point the figures at mike mayock a few years down the line but i mean i, I trust mike mayock and i think he made probably a good decision for the mm -hmm. team um the next team that we'll be talking about is the new york giants now the new york giants had what they had two picks well two picks going into the night but did end up with three picks in the first round and the first pick ended up being daniel jones many thought it would either be josh allen or dwayne haskins but no they went with the duke quarterback from i mean the duke quarterback daniel jones and interesting fact there was there hadn't been a duke quarterback drafted in the first round since 1973 so he did make history but not mm -hmm. the good history see in my opinion this was just an awful pickup mm -hmm. for yeah. for the giants i mean haskins and Locke were both on the board i know that Locke, I, Locke, Locke, Locke would have been a questionable yeah. yeah i don't think they would have they weren't even looking at Locke, but in my opinion Locke is a better overall quarterback than jones and uh comparing him to haskins real quick haskins uh Started one year at uh, Ohio State, yeah. and Daniel Jones started three years, but Haskins still had more touchdowns in that first year mm -hmm. than Daniel Jones had in his three. And in my opinion, in my mock drafts, I did have them getting their quarterback in Daniel Jones at 17. I honestly don't think any other team was going to take Daniel Jones. 
Uh, well, Except it was funny because David Gentleman did come out today and said that there were two teams that would have taken him, but I still don't know the two teams that would have actually taken him. Yeah, no. So it, was, they, it was very in interesting. In my opinion, they could have gotten And him. the thing that makes this just pick a little worse is they had a chance to get Josh Allen, who would have been a great outside linebacker and a pass rusher for them. So you think about that and you're like, oh, well, I mean, there's not – you should have taken Josh Allen. And then the other thing is – you look down the line, look three years from now. If he turns out to be great, then Dave Gentleman looks like the smartest guy in the room. But if he turns out to be bad and Josh Allen turns out to be this amazing guy, then many would question if he's even a good general manager. And the other thing that about this pick is not just the draft in general, but this made me like question the Giants management just through this whole offseason. Like you Definitely. get first you trade OBJ. Now I get it, like there were some problems with him. But I mean, he's one of the he was one of the best receivers in the NFL. He still is, yeah, yeah. yeah and then you get Jabril Peppers, who's a decent safety at best right now. But then you go on to get Daniel Jones, a guy that couldn't even throw over seven yards a, a pass. Like you kind of have to question, like what what are they really thinking? Now, yeah. obviously, he's he's a good player, but at best he's a backup quarterback. He's not a franchise quarterback. And Dwayne Haskins, I mean, I think he'll prove the Giants wrong, and hopefully he does with Washington. Yeah, so moving on to another pick, and it wasn't necessarily the pick that surprised me. It's the fact that they traded up, and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers trading up yeah. with the Broncos. Uh, Mike Tomlin and that and the Steelers organization has not usually been that aggressive in uh, previous drafts, so it was really interesting that they gave up a decent amount to move up to number 10 to select Devin Bush. And when they moved up, it was obvious at the time that they were going to select Devin Bush, and that is who they went with as Bush is a great uh, coverage and run-stopping linebacker who yeah. can rise, run sideline to sideline. Uh, but I just I really didn't expect them to trade up as they're usually not that well, aggressive I, in the draft. I, like, I know they're not aggressive, but I think Mike Tomlin is starting to realize that he might be coming to his final years of Pittsburgh. I mean, obviously, in, with yeah. Antonio Brown, now you can't blame Mike Tomlin. Obviously, Antonio Brown had a big problem. And then Le'Veon Bell. So it doesn't seem like he has the true leadership of the team. So I think this was kind of made so he could send something like he's aggressive. But I, I once again, yes. Yeah. Obviously, and yeah. This, this is going to be a big year for Tomlin yeah. because you've gotten rid of two of your best players in AB and Le'Veon Bell. So we're going to have to see, can they win and still be productive in now a very competitive a, yeah, AFC, very competitive. AFC North with the young Browns rising stars. obviously becoming yeah. a very interesting team. Yeah, so how he can work with Juju as the number one receiver and uh, James Conner yeah. taking the helm with the running game. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for joining me on today's podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this segment of just, uh, just sharing like some surprising picks. Um, I'm your host, Jude, uh, alongside Sam. And thank you, Sam, for joining us. Uh, and make sure to look out tonight or maybe Monday for Sam's podcast where we are recapping the first and second round of the NFL draft. We are very excited to do that. And you guys also make sure to go check them out on that football topic on SoundCloud. It is a very, very good podcast. And yeah, thank you guys so much for joining me. And I will see you guys later. later.